When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Ugh! I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I'd love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? Faith, family, freedom. It all still matters here. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. You may see this in your like Facebook feed at some point, or maybe you see it in an email. Hey, check out this list. It's the top five or the top 10 greatest U.S. presidents, or who has the greatest legacy of presidential history. Those are kind of fun, and they're kind of uh, interesting debates if you're a news or a history junkie like I kind of am. But is that really something that should be motivating someone who's pursuing office or gets elected to office? Should they worry about being a great president with a great legacy? I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for making American Viewpoints part of your weekend. I'm joined now by Amity Schlaes, and she is from the Coolidge Foundation, as in Calvin Coolidge. And Amity, you are one of the co-editors of a new book that is uh, very simply the autobiography of Calvin Coolidge, President Coolidge. And I think it's really fascinating because so many people don't know that much about Calvin Coolidge. And I think he would have been happy with that based on what I know about him. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you think about rank with presidents. Actually, uh, the presidency is not a sport. And you have a zero-sum game when you rank athletes, for example, best <laughs> player, second best player. Not sure that works too well with presidents. Um, but I will say, let's pretend we need to rank presidents. Coolidge ought to be way higher than he is. He's kind of low down there in the charts. Coolidge, you know, wait, who's he with? Bottom half. He, he ought to be up top, maybe top five. If, put, put another way, if Coolidge were a stock, he'd be a buy. <laughs> and Pay the, attention, GameStop friends. That's right. Well, and when it comes to maybe the reason people don't know about him uh, is because he is known as one of the most quiet. I mean, there's a reason people called him Silent Cal, but it's a much bigger picture than that is that he had one of those personalities that probably would have a difficult time getting elected today because his motivation doesn't seem to be in front of the camera all the time or worried about uh, everything the press says. And, you know, whether it's Republican or Democrat, there's a real protection of the imagery and the branding that goes into public office. And, you know, what I'm hearing you argue and, and when we talk about, like, for instance, what we can learn from somebody like Calvin Coolidge is that that's like not a great motivation. What should be the proper motivation if you're entrusted with that kind of leadership on that kind of scale? Well, yeah. I mean, but think about yourself as a consumer. Maybe you always go to Starbucks because you love the brand, or maybe you go somewhere that's less showy where you actually think on some days not to bash Starbucks, the coffee might be more to your liking, or you get a more nuanced adjustment of how much soy milk you have in your <laughs> coffee, or you simply like the music better or the absence thereof. That's Coolidge. He is like a vendor who under promises and over delivers. He started out by accident. Some people even said, remember, he became president in 1923 when Warren Harding died. 
It was an accidental presidency because Coolidge was only vice president. He became president. Some people on kind said he was the accident of an accident because they didn't like Harding either. Anyway, no one expected much. Lame duck. Uh, They were counting the months to the election. And it turned out Coolidge was very strong. And in fact, in the next election, which was 1924, there were three parties and Coolidge was a Republican. What happens when there are three parties, two Republicans? Well, they often lose. Think of Bill Clinton winning um, in part because of Ross Perot's presence in that presidential race. Well, Coolidge not only won, he won an absolute majority, which is to say he beat the Democrat and the third party, the progressive party in that instance combined. He was so popular. And I think it's precisely because Coolidge was a great refrainer said less, but delivered more that American voters decided they liked him a lot. We're visiting with Amity Schles. Uh, she is the co-editor of the autobiography of Calvin Coolidge. But let's talk about the lessons that could be learned. Obviously, love him or hate him, President Trump was the opposite. Very, very boisterous, very loud. President Biden also using a lot of uh, very grand language when they're talking about his goals and the programs they're putting in. And there's a lot of focus on marketing something as being great and a lot of really high expectations. What are some lessons that recent presidents could have learned from Calvin Coolidge? I think mainly stick to the platform and write a platform. What saved Coolidge in the 20s, because they had troubles too, they had a big scandal, Teapot Dome. And that Mm -hmm. was an important one because it besmirched Republican ideals such as free markets. It was a privatization scandal where the people who got the government, the lucrative government contracts were friends of friends of the White House. Well, you can't very well argue for privatization if you're going to hand out contracts to friends of your friends. But anyway, the reason that it all worked was that Coolidge stuck to the Republican platform, which said very clearly We want to return to pre-war status, which is less government and the burden of taxes staggering. We're going to cut taxes dramatically, not just child allowances. And we're going to be very, very different from the other party. And it was a risky platform precisely because of the rising power, the momentum of that third party, the progressives, many of whom, by the way, came out of the GOP. Mm -hmm. So there they were. And they said, we're going to go right as a party, the Republicans, we're going to go to tradition, and then we're going to honor that tradition with execution in Congress insofar as we can get it. And Coolidge just continued that. He cut taxes a few times, even though Harding was gone, even though personality was the rule of the day. So President Trump or no, what the Republican Party do is it has to get a clear platform. It can't be about one person. And the the platform institutions matter more in the United States in the longer run than individuals. And is there an argument to be made that uh, Americans maybe were more self-reliant at the time that uh, Calvin Coolidge was in office? Because now it seems there's an awful lot of looking straight to government and saying, do something for me, take care of me, you fix my problem. Uh, so has there been a change in the market? And you know, to use the term used your earlier as a consumer, are we asking too much of these uh, candidates? Well, I'm going to push back a little just for fun and mm-hmm. say Americans uh, aren't always sure what they want. Um, the Republican and Democratic parties are sure they want benefits. So they're offering them. 
most of the time. You know, that, uh, that's where you look at the, the, the new Republican platforms being written are kind of Democrat light. It doesn't always work for the GOP, again, to go Democrat light. That's what happened in another presidential race, uh, Gerald Ford. Ford stuck to the center and tried to hold the center in an incredibly divisive time post Watergate. And uh, Jimmy Carter moved to his right. Mm-hmm. That was clever of Carter. He didn't mean it. But anyhow, there you were. So I don't think people are that different. It, but what is different is the signal, the GOP and our education system, what they are sending is a more social democratic signal. So what is important for us if we're if we're sentient beings is to be sure that Americans know that markets actually work most of the time. If Americans are informed of this, they will uh, respond to it. As Coolidge said, you know, man has a spiritual nature and it touches soul and it moves. But right now, politicians are making cynics of voters by infantilizing them. No, I think it's a great point. Uh, I'm a sucker for uh, historical uh, biographies and autobiographies, so I've already made a mental note. I'm going to get a copy of the autobiography of Calvin Coolidge and Amity. Where can we find that on all the typical book outlets or any place in particular? Well, absolutely, but we also recommend the Coolidge website, coolidgefoundation.org. We have a shop, and if you buy it there, we'll be grateful, and you'll be helping little children learn about Coolidge. So that's our point. If you're interested in sponsoring children to learn about Coolidge, please go to that website. We also are building our virtual library. Um, We're paying for young people to help us edit and they're doing work, but they also take supervision. The the papers of Calvin Coolidge online and we have over 100 young volunteers learning about Coolidge by editing Coolidge. All right. Amity Schles uh, from the Coolidge Foundation. So thanks so much for the time. This has uh, been a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate it. All right. Just ahead here, our friends over at Project 21, the nation's largest uh, network of black conservatives, are taking a look at some of the headlines and accusations being sent all through the news cycle right now. Equity, equality, racism and voting. Do we need reforms to make voting more accessible to minority candidates? We'll hear what Project 21 has to say, and it might surprise you right here on American Viewpoints. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. Feedthepig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council.